get set for this episode of A-Level Physics Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. Today's gripping podcast is full of tension. This is because it deals with grip. Okay, it's actually contact force, tension and upthrust. So, let's start out by cutting to the chase with contact force. Normal contact force is the force exerted by a surface on an object acting perpendicularly to the surface. That means we do not fall through the ground even though our weight is acting on it. Newton's third law tells us that the ground must exert a normal contact force called R, equal and opposite to the weight upon us. The normal contact force always acts perpendicular, normal, to the surface. So, for example, on a pirate movie, the pirates standing on the deck experience a contact force from the planks, which is why you often hear pirates saying, War, Jim, as Newton's laws are a popular topic of pirates along with rum and parrots. Now, let's do a worked example on horizontal surface. What is the normal contact force acting on an 80 kilogram person standing on the ground? Here's our solution. First, we need to consider the force that the normal contact force from the ground must balance. Normal contact force equals weight. So, equate the normal contact force to the weight. R, contact force, equals W, weight, which equals mg, mass times the acceleration due to gravity. Then, substitute in values and solve for R, the contact force. The contact force equals 80 kilos, multiplied by 9.81 newton kilograms, to the power minus 1, which equals 784.8 newtons, or 780 newtons, to two significant figures. But okay, I can hear you thinking. What happens with normal contact force on a slope? When working with objects on an inclined plane, a slope, remember that the reaction force always acts perpendicularly to the slope. Therefore, we can resolve the normal contact force into parallel and perpendicular components to solve problems. So, let's do a worked example on inclined surfaces. So, back to our pirate ship. The sea is getting a bit rough, so let's consider a pirate's chest of mass 10 kilograms on a deck inclined at 45 degrees. One pirate sets a challenge to his mates. Well, me lads, what is the magnitude of the normal contact force if the chest is at rest? The solution is our pirates would use trigonometry to resolve the weight force into its components, perpendicular and parallel to the sloping deck. Remember, our weight is 10 kilos, and we are in Earth's gravity, so we are dealing with G-force. The weight acting in the direction perpendicular to the slope equals 10 G, cosine 45 degrees. The weight acting parallel to the slope equals 10 G, sine 45 degrees. The pirates know that the normal contact force, R, acts perpendicularly to the slope, so it must balance the perpendicular component of the weight. So they can substitute in values and solve for R, the contact force. 
Contact force equals 10 G cosine 45 degrees, which equals 10 kilos multiplied by 9.81 Newton kilos to the power minus 1, multiplied by cosine 45. That means our chest conundrum equals 69.36 Newtons, or 69 Newtons to two significant figures, plus some loose pieces of 8. There are long periods of boredom at sea if you are a pirate, hence all the experimentation with Newton's laws. Now, time for some tension. If a person exerts a pulling force on a rope attached to an immovable object, they will experience an equal and opposite force from the rope. This is called tension. So, for example, a lone pirate trying to pull up a heavy anchor jammed under rocks. We can define tension as the pulling force exerted by a string, cable, rope, or chain on an object. The magnitude of tension can be calculated by considering the tension's opposing forces. Let's do a worked example. Now sadly, not all pirates were that bright. Some were so used to years of pulling on sail rigging ropes and anchor chains that when they retired, they spent hours pointlessly pulling on ropes attached to the walls out of sheer habit. So, if retired pirate pulls on a rope attached to a wall with a force of 100 newtons and neither the person nor the wall is moving, what is the tension in the rope? First consider the force that tension opposes. Tension equals pulling force. Then, equate tension to the value of that force to balance it. In this case, tension equals 100 newtons. So, next we need to consider again the chest on the sloping deck. This time it has a rope to prevent it sliding down the slope. Now, tension must balance the component of the box's weight parallel to the slope. So, tension equals the force of weight parallel to the slope, which is 10 G sine 45 degrees. So, still on earth here, which means tension equals 10 kilos multiplied by 9.81 Newton kilograms to the power minus 1, multiplied by sine 45. That gives us 69 newtons to two significant figures. Now let's look at upthrust. We can define upthrust as the upward buoyant force exerted on a body in a liquid. Boats float on water, even though they exert a downward weight force on the surface. Thus, there is an equal upward force exerted by the water called upthrust. Upthrust acts even when the object is sinking. All this been known by successful boat builders from ancient times. Ancient cavemen tribes who built boats from logs are our distant ancestors. Whereas the less intelligent rival tribes who built boats out of rocks or mud tended to die out. Now, let's do a worked example. A caveman builds a 500 kilo hollowed out log for the first time and it floats. Other rival tribes claim it is fake news and continue their modern rock-based projects. What is the upthrust of the boat? Finding upthrust of a boat requires the use of Newton's second law to determine the resultant force on the boat. Remember, the second law states that force equals mass multiplied by acceleration, written as F equals MA. So, we know acceleration equals zero. Mass is not equal to zero, which implies resultant force is zero. Now consider the force that upthrust balances. Upthrust equals weight, which in turn equals mass, 
times the acceleration due to gravity, which gives us 500 kilos multiplied by 9.81 newton kilos to the power minus one, which then gives us 4,905 newtons or 4,900 newtons to two significant figures. That's it for today. Next week, we'll jump back in at buoyancy. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Physics Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades, but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we, and that's why we built Snap Revise. Snap Revise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types. From bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini-revision guides and predicted exam packs, we've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, high-quality podcasts as possible. See you next time.